as the dawning of the day moves us from darkness to light, so will the entrance of God's Word lighten up your life. Stay tuned for the teaching ministry of Charlotte Favre as she presents this light with Bringing to Light Ministries. Today is your day for victory in Jesus. Good day to you. I'm glad that you have tuned into our program. I am Charlotte Fulver, and we're going to get right into the Word of God today. Uh, before we do, I just want to remind you that we have a newsletter that we send out monthly. It's our gift to you, and it's just uh, some good truths from the Word of God, and then we also share some prayer requests that we have, some good news items, but yes, Yes, if you would like to have that, if you will just let us know, I believe it would be a blessing to you. But as always, thank you for praying for us. Thank you for standing with us. Some of you are faithful every month. You let us know that you're praying for us and what the program means. And it's just a huge encouragement to us. So thank you so much as always. Shantae has a special word for you today. And I just want to encourage you to listen while she shares with you. Hello, I'm Shantae Hawkman. There is no greater love than the love from our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. We know in John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him will not perish but have everlasting life. In verse 17 it says that God did not come to condemn the world but to come to love us and to give his life for us. We know in Romans in chapter 10 and verse nine, it says that if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified and it is with your mouth that you confess that you are saved. God wants you to give your life to him today. He loves you so much. And there is nothing like knowing Jesus Christ as your Lord. He will give you that peace and that joy in your heart that you need. And it's, it promises us that He will give us eternal life. And we know in Ephesians, it says Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 8, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourself. It is the gift of God. It's nothing that we can do in ourselves and who we are, but this is a gift that God has given to us that we can have eternal life. And it's by his grace and his love. Please pray a prayer with me today and ask Jesus to be your Lord and to be your savior. Father, we come to you in Jesus name. And Father, I come and I ask you to be my Lord, to be my savior. I ask you to cleanse me and purify me from all sin. I ask you to forgive me for anything, all that I have done. And Lord, I ask you to come into my heart to be my Lord and to be my Savior. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Well, praise the Lord. We know in verse 13 of Romans 9, it says, call upon the Lord and you will be saved. So as you have called upon the Lord today, I believe that you have received Jesus and you have, you have been saved and that you will spend eternity in heaven with me. Well, praise the Lord. Please call or write to us and let us know what God has done for you today. Thank you. Well, praise the Lord. 
You know, we saw in our past teaching in Matthew 12 that the miracles and the glorious things that Jesus did was often referred to as he was doing this by the power of Beelzebub. Well, now that is a strange name, but when you begin to look in scripture and you begin to research the name Beelzebub, you will see that it's referencing Satan. And the word Beelzebub, it actually means Lord of the flies. And you know, Satan always wanted to be a Lord of some kind. Well, that's the name that was given to him. And that's truly who he is. You know, I, I don't know about you. I'm not a fan of flies by any means, uh, especially since I've learned just how nasty they can be. And I do know for a fact, and I have seen this, that flies do lay eggs in foods and sometimes things that's not so clean. And uh, these, these eggs that they lay will eventually uh, begin to hatch. And we have what we call larvae or we call them maggots. And we're familiar with maggots and they are nasty. Those maggots in turn will eat up that that's, that's their environment. Whatever the eggs has been laid in, that's what they will eat. So we can see that there is many that can become flies. And sometimes when we're on picnics, we think all of them have come to our picnic table. They're a pest and again, they're nasty. But when we think about Satan being Lord of the flies, what does all that mean? Well, you know, Satan wants to sow his eggs, if you will, or his lies of deception. We know through scripture, we see that Satan and demons are deceivers. They want to move into our lives with thoughts, with the intent of getting us to believe what he says. Now, we don't intend to, uh, to do this, but let me tell you, when we give the devil place in our lives to speak and we begin to think upon what he just said, we begin to meditate those lies. That very thing is giving place to the devil. When the Bible says don't give place to the devil, we as Christians often do. And why do we do that? Because we are believing what we hear or what we see, what we feel. We're believing that more than we believe what God's Word says. Oh, Charlotte, I would never believe the devil more than I believe God. Well, let me give you an example. If you're on a job and someone there is not treating you quite right and you can tell that there is a difference, it may very well be that there's something going on. But do you know how many times that we think something's wrong in a relationship only to find out maybe if you confront the person, I feel like maybe uh, you've been avoiding me. Have I said or done anything, you know, that's, that's hurt you in any way? Generally, they're going to say, well, no, I am so sorry. I didn't mean to be avoiding you. And maybe the thing that we thought on for days is not even the case at all. You see, the enemy wants to sow those things into our minds. What is it? It's like the fly that tries to get on our food and we keep trying to shoo him off to get him away because they're nasty. Well, that's what the enemy wants to do. He just wants to come and light on our minds and to sow his evil into our minds. And you know, if you begin to meditate on that and you begin to think on that, guess what? You're empowering that egg or thought to begin to grow and to produce something that we don't want. 
again, just like the, the egg of that fly producing a larva that we call maggots. We can give Satan no place in our lives. How many times have you thought, oh, I can't do that? You know, maybe God's dealing with your heart about something and you think, well, I'm not smart enough or, you know, I didn't get the education in that area. I just don't believe I can ever do that. I've heard people say, you know, I'm just not a public speaker. Well, if God is dealing with your heart to speak in public, He will equip you to do what He's called you to do. Whatever God calls you to do, you can do it. And I've had to teach myself that, Charlotte. God is speaking to your heart to do this or to do that. You can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. That's a scripture. I am speaking truth to myself when maybe my thoughts is telling me I can't do it. And that's who the enemy is about. He wants to come and he wants to torment you and me with thoughts that try to rob us of our peace. Those thoughts that try to paralyze us. You know, if, if you're thinking thoughts, you know, I just can't do that. I'm not a public speaker. Well, well, the enemy keeps coming along and saying, I can't speak in public. I can't. And what he wants to do is to mimic your voice or my voice. And he wants to say that over and over. Why? Because we believe ourselves. If I'm telling me that I'm not a public speaker, then I'm going to believe me and I won't go in public to minister in a way maybe that God is calling me to. Satan has learned in this area how to bring deception. And listen, specifically, I'm talking to you today about the children of God. There may be someone even that's tuned in today. And you know, you've asked Jesus to come into your heart years ago, but you've gotten away from the Lord. And there is sin now in your life. And the enemy has come to you and said, you've done too much bad for the Lord to ever take you back. You're just a huge sinner and you'll never be any different. There is no hope for you. You might as well get used to the idea that you're going to hell. Well, I want to say again, Satan is a liar. He's the father of lies. And he is also the Lord of the flies the pest, the one that sows evil into our minds with the attempt to sow it into our hearts. If I believe there is no hope for me, there is no hope for everlasting life, guess what? I am not going to receive what Jesus has done. I'm not going to allow His blood to wash me and cleanse me from those sins that I have committed. So you see, we have to have our mind renewed to the Word of God. I know even last night uh, as I'm doing this broadcast, we have intercessory prayer. In fact, it's every Tuesday night at 6.30. You are welcome to come and join us. We'll be glad to pray over you or something that concerns you if you want to be a part. And again, that's at Park West Church on Middlebrook. We would love to have you. But this is one thing that we're really praying about because Satan has sown seeds 
evil seeds to deceive people, to get them to believe there is no hope for them, that they are destined for death. They are destined to live a life that is put down, that there's lack, there's sickness, there's disease. Maybe we were even raised in a family where those kinds of things went on. So we receive what Satan says, saying it'll never be any different for me. You know, my dad did this, or my dad did that, or my mom this, or my mom that. So I guess the same thing is going to happen to me. I guess I'm just going to live in a really dilapidated place like I was raised in. What is your mind saying to you? Is it where Satan has sown his lies into you? Let me tell you, the Bible is very clear. There is nothing impossible with God. He loves you. Jesus said in that day, you shall ask me nothing but anything. You would ask the Father in my name. He will give it to you. Are you going to believe God's word and find life and find it abundantly? Or are you going to believe what your past has said to you? Are you going to believe what maybe parents said to you? Are you going to believe those that abused you? in your mind, maybe physically, or they even abused you sexually? Are you going to believe that that's the kind of person you are, just an object of somebody's evil? Let me tell you, that is again the lies from Satan. He wants to sow his seed, his eggs, into your mind and to tell you there's no hope for you. But I'm here to tell you today, the scripture is very clear that if we would confess our sins to Jesus, he is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. It is not how bad your sin was. It is, though, will you be willing to confess that to Jesus and allow him to wash you? Are you willing to change the direction you're going back to Jesus Christ to live your life in holiness and righteousness? I'm not saying to you what I am declaring from Scripture today is always easy. You may have a, a problem with some kind of addiction. It may be alcohol. It may be drugs. It may be porn. It may be something, though, you feel is a bondage and you're just not believing that you can ever break through from, uh, uh, break free from that. But let me tell you, with God, you can do all things. I want to encourage you, if you're not attending church, get into a church that's preaching the Word of God. Uh, get into a small group where you can get special prayer. And right now, I'm just going to pray for somebody out there that you feel bound today. You have believed the lie of the wicked one. And I want to say to you that when Satan sows his seed into our minds and in our hearts, it is corruptible. In other words, we can curse it, but then we need to speak the truths of God's word. And when we do, it will combat what the enemy is saying. If this is you Please receive what I am praying for you. Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I take authority over every demon of hell that is assigned against those who have listened and tuned in today to the truths of your word. I curse the very lies that have been spoken into their minds and now maybe even in their hearts. I demand the words of Satan to wither and to die. And I decree the word over the Lord, over this one that has tuned in today, 
I decree in the name of Jesus that Jesus, you died for them. Jesus, you suffered the penalty of, of death and punishment so that all people could go free if they would simply receive that. So through the power of the name of Jesus, I'm asking you, Father, to help them to die to receive the truth that Jesus, you have come to give them life and to give it to them more abundantly. I decree today they can do all things through Christ who strengthens them. Now, maybe you've tuned in today and you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life. You felt like maybe you were too bad or you're not sure that you had a, a huge understanding of it all. Well, I don't have a huge understanding of it all, but I do know that there is a prayer that you can pray today and you can invite Jesus to come into your heart. Just simply say this with me today. Just say, Jesus. Yes, say it right there. Jesus, come into my heart. Say it, come into my heart. Be my Lord and be my Savior. I renounce Satan. Say it. I renounce Satan. I renounce his demons. I renounce <clears throat> in Jesus' name the strongholds that have held me in bondage in the name of Jesus. Now, Jesus, I call you my Lord and I call you my Savior in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. If you believe that with all of your heart, I want you to know Jesus came into your heart. And it's so important that you tell somebody. There's probably somebody you know that would be excited to hear that you've made Jesus the Lord of your life. Find someone that can, you can be accountable to. If you struggle with the addiction, just because you've made Jesus the Lord of your life today doesn't mean that that old devil won't try to come back and ensnare you again. But it's important to have somebody that you can have to pray with you when you feel tempted. Don't let the devil rob you of life. Jesus paid the price, the full price, paid in full so that you and I would not be punished for sin and that he would strengthen us and help us to stay away from sin and its ways. Jesus loves you today and he wants you to be blessed. So I want to encourage you today, you know, keep your sins in the blood of Jesus. You're going to mess up. I'll mess up. But I say, oh, Jesus, I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that, Lord. Wash me in your blood. And I want you to know he always will. I heard it said by a, a person that was in leadership, very evil person. But he said, give me your children and for just a little while and I will rule the nations. What was he talking about? If I can give these children the doctrine, let's just say if it's socialism, uh, the doctrine of communism, they want to get our children. And I want to say to you today, that's exactly what evil is trying to do today. We see the evils that are so contrary to God's word coming into the classroom. It is coming through social media. It is so discreet in the way that it is doing, uh, way they're doing it. I'm thinking of a young boy right now, and his mom had always taught him the things of the Bible. But he came back one day and he said, oh, what's wrong with homosexuality? He said, when the government says that same-sex marriage is okay. Well, just because the government, listen to me, is decreeing and declaring something is okay, doesn't make it 
okay. If a political party says, you know, you are going to be uh, fined, I just read this, you're going to be fined and you can spend a year in prison if you do not call a person the gender that they want to be called. They may be female, but if they want to be called male and you don't say it correctly, a certain political party wanted to find you and put you in jail for a whole year. You know, it amazes me the corruption, the evil that Satan, Lord of the flies, is sowing into people's minds. Um, I said just last night, you know, um, I don't consider myself an old person, but I've been around a while and I have never seen evil like I'm seeing it now. Things that they want to do. You know, it was one thing to keep pulling down the statues of our past men that literally fought. But now we want to tear those down. And now I heard that there's a big group that wants to burn the American flags and to do away with the American flag. I'm like, history is history. I don't care what you say or what you do. History is history. But we have become so polluted in our minds because Satan has sowed, sown his seeds of evil and it is producing the maggots that is literally eating away at individuals and groups, our culture, even our nation. And let me tell you, Satan wants your children and he wants my children and my grandchildren. But let me tell you, we have to rise up church and we've got to proclaim this is the word of God. This is the truth. And I will stand on it. And I will not compromise with the evils. So these evils are coming through many different ways. <clears throat> it can be, again, through our textbooks, teachers, social media. Here's one that you're going to hear. Quote, everybody should have a right to love and to be loved even if it is the same sex. Love would have us to accept everybody just the way that they are. I can choose in this case to be deceived and believe those things or we can believe truth, the Word of God. What will we believe? Well, I'm just staying away from all of that and uh, I'm just going to do my thing. Well, let me tell you something. You do your thing, but those people that are yielding to the lies of our society and what our young people are hearing in our schools, they will never hear truth if everybody chooses to shut their mouth. We have got to preach truth. We've got to live truth because I don't want to stand before God someday and these young people, and when I say young. I'm talking about ages of accountability. I don't want to see them thrown into hell and look down and to see their blood on my hands. You say, Charlotte, what are you talking about? If I do not decree and declare truth, their blood will be on my hands. We have a responsibility to declare the Word of God, truth. That's one thing I tried to sow into my children is the truths of God's Word. What does the Word say? Yes, see, the society today wants to use the right to love and to be loved. Well, you know, God is love and, and he, he loves. But let me tell you something. They take these things and pervert them in such a way that we feel we have to embrace what everybody is choosing or what they want to do. I embrace 
the Word of God. I do love people, and I will minister to people. I don't care what their beliefs are, but I will not embrace their beliefs, and I refuse to allow it to be enforced in my life. And I trust that that is your conviction today as well. Leviticus 18 verse 22 says, You shall not lie with a male as with a woman. It is an abomination. I didn't write that. That's in the Bible. What is the meaning of abomination? It's anything greatly disliked or abhorred. It's intense aversion or loathing. It's detestation. It's a vile, shameful, or detestable action or condition or habit. That's what it means. You say, well, that's the Old Testament. Well, let's read some in the New Testament. 1 Corinthians chapter 6, 9 through 11. Do you not know that the righteous will not, excuse me, the unrighteous will not inherit the kingdom of God? The scripture says, do not be deceived. There's your deceiver. Do not be deceived. The sexually immoral, idolaters, adulterers, passive, homosexual partners, practicing homosexuals, thieves, the greedy, the drunkard, the verbally abusive, the swindler will not inherit the kingdom of God. Now let me pause here. Well, Charlotte, I know lots of people that fit in those categories. You may do it. But listen what the scripture says. Some of you once lived this way, but you were washed you were sanctified, you were justified in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the Spirit of God. We've all sinned and come short of the glory of God, but there is forgiveness in Jesus. No matter what your sin is today, there is forgiveness in Jesus. That's all the time we have today. May the Lord bless you and I love you. I love you all. Hello, I am Shante Hoffman. Are you in an area in your life where you need a healing or a touch from the Lord? God wants to touch your body or to just even touch you emotionally and give you His peace that passes all understanding. We know that the Bible gives us many promises of God's healing power. In Isaiah 53, in verse 4, it says, Surely He hath borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we did esteem Him stricken, smitten of God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. I believe that God wants to touch you today in a mighty way. We believe in God's word and in his promises. And I feel that we can just hold fast to his promises every day and to speak his word. I know that when my little boy was sick, that I just spoke the word over him and I said, Micah, you will live and not die and you will declare the works of the Lord. And I know that the word says that Jesus, he sent his word and Jesus is the word. God sent his word to heal all of, our, of us from our sicknesses and diseases. Can I pray with you today that God will touch your body wherever you are. It, the promise says that he will bring us peace. And it says that God, He even bore the grief and the sorrow that you may have today. That God wants to touch you mentally, physically, spiritually in every way. But let's pray. Father, we just come to you, Lord, in the precious name of Jesus. And Father, I thank you for my brother and my sister today. 
Father, wherever they are, God, you know their need. And Father, I'm asking of you to touch their bodies. Lord, to minister peace and joy and strength to their hearts today. Father, I thank you for a healing in their bodies that we can just hold fast to your promises that by Jesus' stripes we are healed and we are whole. And Father, we thank you for your healing in my brother and sister today. Father, just touch their bodies by your power and by your might. And Father, we thank you for it, that they are healed and they are whole. In Jesus' holy name, amen. We'll praise God. Please write to us or call and let us know what God has done for you today. And I'm believing and I stand fast in prayer for your healing and from a touch from the Lord. Amen.